the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise episode joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And you wake up this morning with a little extra pep in your step because if you didn't, you're not alive. Today is opening kickoff of the NFL 2021 season, and we got a battle of Titans in the NFC, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, Take it on the Dallas Cowboys under the primetime lights. Uh, we got some Ed Sheeran before the game. Uh, one of the most talented uh, musicians on the entire planet. I'm going to enjoy that. Absorb the pregame festivities. Let the libations flow. And I have fired off an explicit and obscene number of bets, Lundy. But before we get to some of our favorite player props, we're going to share some of yours at the end of the podcast today. And if you got uh, a couple of tickets that you think are winners, by all means, post them on social media right now at Noisy Huevos. And again, I will run through uh, some of the uh, tickets that you've already locked and loaded and hopefully you're going to you know, score some cold, hard cash with on this Thursday night opener. But here is a line. Tampa Bay, minus eight and a half at DraftKings presently. The total has come down just a tick at 51 and a half. Lundy, give me a prediction on the side and a prediction on the total. Uh, Tampa wins by double digits, so I will Ooh. take the minus eight and a half, and I think it's going to happen because we're going to see some scoring. So the fact that it's ticked down works for me because I'll take the over on the 51 and a half. Uh, I have it right now, Tampa Bay 30 to 23. So I'm going to take the Cowboys plus the eight and a half. The back door is wide open, my friend. And I think there's going to be a late <laughs> touchdown uh, to secure the cover for Jerry Jones's boys. And uh, simple math there, because, again, I just graduated the first grade. Uh, that is a 53 total. So that's over uh, just by a nose there over that 51 and a half total. So that's where we stand on the side, on the total in Tampa and Dallas. But – Let's try to unearth some of the true values in this game. Let's get to it on this hashtag Tequila Thursday. Bartender, pour us another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, uh, let's get to it right now with an under. Yes, an under out of the gate. Uh, you know, Call me a pessimist, and I know there is going to be a ton of points scored in this contest, but this individual, I believe, is not going to overachieve, and that is one Amari Cooper, a guy that you've lampooned uh, over the years due to his uh, once devastating case, the dropsies, but he seemed to remedy that. But I think there is some accumulated rust there working his way back. You know, he missed much of August. He was on the PUP list, didn't play in the preseason. It could be slow going for him. Now, he's not going to be on any kind of limited snap count or any of that jazz. Uh, but the matchup on paper, daunting for Amari Cooper, drawing a little mixture of Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean, two very talented corners in this Tampa Bay secondary. Last season, Davis allowed a 61.3 catch rate and 88.2 passer rate into his assignments. Uh, Dean, 63.1 catch rate and a 94.6 passer rating. Now, Cooper was over. This total in four of five games with Dak Prescott on the field last year was also number 14 in total yak among all wide receivers. But again, that long layoff could lead to a slow rollout for him. And given the uh, stiff opponent here, I, I think the under on the 66 and a half yards minus 114 at FanDuel is gonna cash. I also like the under of five and a half catches as well. Fade or follow, Lundy. 
Yeah, let's go under and under and under again on Mr. Cooper. Look, this is I think he's going to have a good uh, season because I think that Dak's going to be back. I know I'm not a big Amari Cooper fan. I don't own any shares of him in any league that I'm in at all, period. I don't trust the dude. But we know that Dak is going to wind up having a good season if he stays healthy, which he probably should. This is just a rough, this is just a rough opponent, man. This is a good defense. This is a good team uh, that Tampa has. So, you know, if you're somebody that owns some shares of these guys, um, you know, don't panic if tonight's game doesn't, you know, skyrocket your fantasy numbers to kick off week one because they're going to have a lot more favorable matchups. But guess what? They drew the defending champs and Tom Brady and a good defense, um, and they're going to run into some problems. I like the under on the catches. I like the under on the yards. This is not an Amari Cooper game. Ah, uh, the Pooper Cooper could make a cameo. Number four. All right, marching on. Uh, let's go downtown with Antonio Brown. You know where I'm at on this. I'm taking the over on the 58 and a half yards. Pull this one from BetMGM at minus 110. Now, truth be told, Lundy, and this is something we constantly preach here on the Faith of Noise podcast. You got to get in early to maximize the market inefficiencies. And when the line started to populate for this game, and uh, hat tip to you, sportsbooks, uh, for getting off your duff and actually cranking out lines much earlier than anyone else uh, actually anticipated. And they did do that over the weekend. Uh, we started seeing some of these player props surface. Uh, and Antonio Brown, when I saw it immediately at 47 and a half receiving yards, I smashed the over with the the old sledgehammer. Uh, and I still like it at 58 and a half. So you could say, yeah, I got a pretty sweet line initially. And this is still, I believe, in an underpriced line overall. Again, minus 110 at MGM. Look, this Dallas secondary is going to be leaky. They are going to be overly generous to the opposition this season. I'm convinced of it. Pro Football Focus, uh, they agree with me. They rated this secondary the second worst in the NFL. Only Atlanta, uh, they had lower in their preseason rankings. And you look at Antonio Brown last year in eight games, and he stretched it out over a 17-game pace. Uh, he was on 131 targets, 95 catches, 1,026 yards, and eight touchdowns. So those eight games over a 17-game pace, that's what it was a season ago. Uh, you know, Bruce Arians has come out and said he looks like the A-B of three or four years ago because he's healthy. Seems to have his head screwed on right right now. And I said it before, I think it's going to be a brown-on-brown crime Antonio Brown beating and dusting Anthony Brown of the Dallas Cowboys, his primary adversary in this game. Anthony Brown of the boys, a tarnished star to say the least. Last season, 76.2 catch rate, 131.5 passer rating allowed. Love me some AB. And again, that's why I'm over 58 and a half yards. Vader, follow. This is I, I don't like this one. I got to be really? honest with you. Yeah, I'm going to get some splinters in my ass on this one because I'm I just I don't like this one for whatever reason. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I just need to see it from a B first. And so week one is a rough one for me. You're right. Dallas secondary is extremely forgiving wet Kleenex. OK, but. I also need to see it out of Antonio Brown. I'm still not convinced that there's not crap going on between those ears uh, and, and that he's just his own distraction. If he can stay focused, Brad, he's got so much damn talent. Uh, 
It's crazy how big he could be for this team. But uh, so I, I because of Dallas's secondary, I'm going to follow you on this one. But I will tell you that for my own wallet, I'm staying away from this one with Antonio Brown until I actually see what the 2021 version looks like on the field. Oh, Lundy, pull that piece of lumber out of your ass. Believe! Hey, I like it. I like it at 47, but, you know, I wasn't up as early. I needed more coffee. I didn't jump on it in time. Oh, you're going to come around to my line of thinking. Believe in Brown. Number three. All right, let's march on. How about the Dak attack? Dak Prescott. And, no, I'm not going to focus on passing touchdowns. It's juice way to the over on the uh, one-and-a-half line. I'm not going to focus on the passing yards, which I think is appropriately valued right now in the 280s. I am going to zero in on rush yards. Yeah, for a guy coming off a gruesome lower leg injury that I, you know, was seared on my cerebral cortex and I can't get out of my head from last year. But I'm taking the over on Prescott to scoot his way to at least 13 yards, a line of 12 and a half rush yards. Also pulled this from BetMGM at a minus 111 juice. Now, before that gnarly injury he suffered last season, he was over in three of five games. You go back to 2019, he was only over on 12 and a half rush yards in six of 16 games. But 12 quarterbacks went over this mark against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last season. And some of the names may surprise you. Derek Carr, Teddy Bridgewater, Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, David Blau of the Detroit Lions. I mean, seriously. Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan got over 12 and a half rush yards against Tampa. And the reason why is because this defense is aggressive with Nandama Kong Su there in the trenches and the bookends as well off the edge. And they can at times over-pursue. And I think Dak, who is an opportunistic runner, uh, wants to go out there and get over that psychological hurdle and, and tell people, hey, man, I'm fine. The leg is you know properly healed. I can still move with the best of them. So I think it's 15-plus rush yards for him tonight. Fade or follow, Dak Prescott shuffling his way to at least 13 rush yards, minus 111 at Ben MGM. Matt Ryan can't get 15 yards walking down the street, and he managed <laughs> to do that for crying out loud. I'm telling you, man. One uh, scramble is all we need. Yeah, and as Brad said, you got to shop this one around a little bit. The juice is a little bit nicer at a couple of the books, so keep an eye out for it. But that 12-and-a-half number is popular uh, as the number, so go snag that. This should be something that he can hit in this game. Again, look at the history from last season, and look at the fact that, again, before the injury, this is something Dak would do on occasion. He's not Patrick Mahomes, uh, but he is a guy that can scramble if he needs to, save himself a few yards, avoid the sack, uh, and I think that he's going to come out, and, and I think part of it, Brad, is he's going to try to prove something. He's going to prove that he's back from that injury, um, yep, and sometimes exactly. when you're doing that, you're moving around on the field, you're getting these yards, so the fact that you can get it at minus 111, I've seen it at minus 115, um, go snag this before uh, either the number changes or the juice changes prior to kickoff, folks. Snag this one early. Stick around for our top picks. Thursday night football. Bucks, Cowboys. Number two. All right, let's march on here. Let's talk about the other quarterback here in the matchup. Of course, it is the venerable Tom Brady. Guy's ever going to make it. Uh, Lundy has got so much hardware, so many rings. It's absolutely ridiculous at his advanced age. 
And I, I think Father Time's got to get stiff-armed yet again. Give me the over two-and-a-half passing touchdowns. And if you go to FanDuel, they got some of these creative uh, you know, props that you can throw together and parlays. So if you take Tom Brady over two-and-a-half passing touchdowns, you slap that together with a Tampa Bay Buccaneers W, and you and I both believe uh, that this team is going to cruise to a victory, it's plus 210 at FanDuel, and I'm jumping all over. You look at Brady last season. Number one in the NFL in red zone attempts with 95. Number one in the NFL in total air yards. Number one in the NFL in deep ball attempts with 93. He's got a plethora of proven targets, and Chris Godwin looks like he's going to be A-OK despite a quadricep setback uh, in this game. Uh, with Antonio Brown, with Mike Evans, with Gronk, with O.J. Howard back. Uh, Leonard Fournette and Gio Bernard can catch the ball out of the backfield. Just an embarrassment of riches for him. And you look at Dallas again, uh, that very generous secondary is going to give up chunk gain after chunk gain. Now only four quarterbacks threw for three or more touchdowns against the boys last season, but they did give up a 7.4 YPA. This is going to be t- a peak Tom Brady. Scoop up some avocado ice cream, my friend. He's got to cash in with the TD hat trick. And again, if the Buccaneers get the W plus 210, I think this one is winner, winner, chicken dinner. Fade or follow. Nah, no chicken tonight, my friend. Let's go steak. I'm going to fade you on this one because I think he's got two touchdowns sitting in the holster uh, tonight, one on each side. Uh, so I'm going to – I can't do this one because I think his touchdown total is going to be two. I don't think he gets all the way to the trifecta. But this – oh, it's such ju- – oh, it's the juice is I so get attractive. seduced. It. You get seduced. Gets, yeah, I could get seduced at a plus 210. But I will tell you, I think he's good for two passing touchdowns tonight. I think that uh, Tampa uh, other scoring winds up coming on the ground. Uh, and so because of that, I'm going to stay away from this one. But uh, two touchdowns, if it if, if we could make an, a, a two touchdown and a Tampa win, maybe a, a self-made same game parlay, I might go that route. But I don't think he gets to the hat trick, my friend. I'll slip on a pair of Uggs and make some bank with Brady. Number one. All right, my top player prop on the board in tonight's opener, Lundy. I- I'm all about C.D. Lamb. You know, I uh, discussed earlier this week how much I love C.D. Lamb to score a touchdown at plus 150. Pulled that one from DraftKings. Uh, I got the over before the line moved on 59 and a half receiving yards. Uh, it's now into the 60s. I also got the over on this same prop at four and a half, and that's on catches. That was juiced up at minus 145, but that was a golden opportunity. I could not pass up, but I am still over on five and a half receptions, which I'm going to feature right now on the sophomore wideout out of Oklahoma. Pulled this one at Caesars at plus 120. So another plus odds on the board. I think it's going to be at least a half dozen catches for Lamb. Now, look, he's going to shift about a little bit more. I talked about uh, this with Calvin Watkins of the Dallas Morning News on my Sirius XM show called Fade the Noise, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Channel. And Calvin said, look, he's not going to be exclusively in the slot. Last year, he lined up in the slot 84.7% of the time. Calvin believes he's going to be in the slot around 60 65% of the time this this season, and then splitting some of the outside work with Michael Gallup, who will occasionally slide into the slot as well. The slot is going to be ultra-friendly in this game because Sean Murphy Bunting is the primary slot corner for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And last season, uh, he wielded a foam sword in coverage, giving up a 126.1 pass rating and a 76.3 catch rate to his assignments. Now, in the five games... 
that C.D. Lamb was on the field with Dak Prescott. He went five catches, six catches, five catches, five catches, eight catches. So right around this number, only over in two of five matchups. But he was dominant in training camp. That's going to carry over to the regular season. And he's going to get it done with at least six receptions tonight and score a touchdown and cash the over on my yardage ticket as well. So fade or follow. Bah! Bah! C.D. Lamb over five and a half catches plus 120 at Caesars. The level to which you are just have a, have a week one man crush on this dude is insane. You've got every possible. Are there any bets on Lamb that you don't have for tonight? Uh, dude, uh, if they offered like a rush yards prop, <laughs> I'd probably take it. I have everything. Every offering that is out there on CD Lamb, yes, I have fired a ticket on it. You are nuts. By the way, I'm following you on this one because I think he's going to have a good game too, and I think it's part of it. goes all the way back to the – I told you about my trust factors with Amari Cooper when we started off today's Fade 5. It's also because there's other good talent on this team. Gallup is good. I'm a big fan of Michael Gallup. As you know, CD Lamb has had a spectacular uh, training camp and preseason. Um, he has looked good by all accounts, and so I think he is going to wind up emerging as the guy, and therefore at five and a half receptions, I'm with you. I think this is uh, a half a dozen for him, so give me the uh, opportunity for C.D. Lamb to cash some tickets as we roll through. Ooh, I'm so excited. Football's back. Oh, man, yeah, the audio is going to be flowing. It's going to be so good when it hits the lips, and you know we ain't done! We got at least one another half a dozen wagers we got to fire off on. It's bonus time. Lundy, what else you got for me? Well, first of all, Brad, uh, I had a nice clean sweep in our baseball bonus time oh, yesterday. So I that's got my right, too. That is how I am funding uh, all of my losses that are sure to come uh, my way as we uh, roll into this evening. Yes, I uh, I talked to you uh, yesterday on the program about who I wanted to take. We had you took Salvador Perez from me. He, of course, hit a home run. <laughs> right. uh, so I went to Whit Merrifield to score a run. He didn't score one. He scored three, yes. uh, including on a throwing error by the catcher. That was fun. Uh, of course, Baltimore then scored nine runs in the bottom of the eighth and Kansas City lost oh. the game because that's what happens. But uh, I talked to you about Detroit. I talked to you about Toronto. Brad, I hit a four-leg baseball at plus 650. Last night was a very good day in baseball. So I do not want to leave our hardball fans on the sidelines as we get ready for football tonight. So I've got uh, two for you. If you're looking for afternoon baseball, because most of the games are early, obviously they're not going up against the NFL tonight uh, as much as they can. So it's kind of a light slate, but give me a two legger with Cleveland and the white Sox. put those two together at a plus two eighty five. If you're listening later, just go ahead and take Cleveland at the minus one forty. and Colorado is on the road. Brad, what does that mean? Fade, Fade the em. living daylights yep. out of the uh, Rockies. I don't care that it's Antonio Sanzatella uh, on the mound. I'm actually going to take Philly on the run line, minus one and a half. That gets me at a plus 115. And how about one more pick for tonight's Thursday night game? Folks, if you shop this around, Brad, you know, uh, Zeke Elliott, you've heard of him. Uh, he yeah, does like familiar. to snack. He does like to find his way into the mm -hmm. end zone. Mm -hmm. At DraftKings, a Zeke Elliott anytime touchdown is minus 120. But over at Caesars, Brad, it's a plus 112. Wow! An anytime touchdown. Folks, this is why Brad and I tell you to shop around. Shut, I was thinking about shut. making the bet over at DK. I logged into Caesars and I went, holy crap, it's plus numbers yeah, for him to score crazy. an anytime touchdown. So I'm taking that one at plus 112. All right, I got... Uh, 
uh, four more on my card for tonight. Uh, give me the under on Leonard Fournette. 50.5 total yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Yes, 19 running backs went over this proposed total against the boys last season. But I- I'm telling you, man, he could be the third fiddle in this backfield. Ronald Jones is going to command the early down work. He may get a little sprinkling of Gio Bernard on some of those snaps as well. And Gio is going to dominate the pass down work. So, you know, unless this game is extraordinarily lopsided or the injury of God forbid bites either Rojo or Gio, I think Fournette is going to be the outside looking in. That's why I like the under on the 50.5 total yards. Gronk spike. It's going to happen tonight. I believe it at plus 260 for an anytime touchdown for the future Hofer. Uh, that pulled this one at BetMGM. You know, Gronk was a line tied last season, only had a 12.7 target rate, but he was tight in seven. And total red zone targets was 17. Uh, he's going to be seeing a lot of rookie Micah Parsons. And poor Micah Parsons, you want to talk about a daunting assignment uh, for your first NFL regular season game. Well, it's going to be one of the greatest tight ends of all time. Uh, Dallas allowed seven touchdowns to tight ends in 2020. So you know Brady is going to be picking on Parsons, uh, who's going to have his hands very full trying to contain Gronk, uh, particularly near the end zone. That's why I think Gronkowski gets a TD again at plus 260. Give me the over. He talked about Zeke on 13 and a half rush attempts. For the terrible present rapper that we saw on Hard Knocks, but he's going to get the job done. I think it's going to be at least 15 balls to belly. I think the Cowboys can be competitive enough in this game unless they get the brakes beaten off of in the first half. I don't see how he doesn't get to you know 15 rush attempts. Uh, it's just 13 and a half. It's minus 130. At Caesars, he was over this in 10 to 15 games in a down year last year. I understand there's no uh, Zach Martin up front. But uh, the game script, I think, will be close enough that he'll be able to get there, particularly in the first half. So I feel very confident about that one. And odds boost, Lundy, at DraftKings, uh, they have an odds boost on TV 12, throwing for 300 yards or more and no INTs, and it's boosted to plus 250. Oh, yeah. Let's get enveloped. Get seduced now by that juice. Now that's a TB12 boost I can get behind. Yeah, Tequila Tom, uh, man after my own heart. All right, uh, before we get out of here, let's work in some of your favorite bets. Uh, I asked this question on Twitter, at Noisy Huevos. By the way, follow Lundy there, at Nate Lundy. And we got a ton of great submissions here. Uh, Gene Moses agrees with me on Gronk and says two touchdowns for him. Uh, elsewhere, Cody Marchant says, a big fan of Ronald Jones over 46 and a half rush yards. Amari over, so fading mine. But he, uh, he's got it at 64 and a half receiving yards. He's also over on Zeke receiving yards as well, though very good number at 18 and a half. Orange Man 96 says, a Michael Gallup over three and a half catches. Interesting. Dar Sizzle says, a Ronald Jones anytime touchdown at plus 120. I could certainly see that happening. Dan Haas says, uh, did a same game parlay of CeeDee Lamb over 59 and a half receiving yards and Antonio Brown over 54 and a half receiving yards at plus 270. Ooh, that is spicy. And everyday fantasy football said, Antonio Brown anytime TD, lock it in. And at some books, it's still plus 200 on AB to splash six. And I think that is a sound money wager as well. And that is a wrap. 
uh, on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Again, follow us on Twitter at Noisy Cuevos and at Nate Lundy. Drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly enjoy opening kickoff? And as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.